0: Hello, welcome back to It's Abundance, the podcast. I'm your host, Addison Jones. Today we are in episode seven and we are talking about anxiety. Today's episode is for you anxious, stressed, overwhelmed, perfectionistic group of people. Today's episode is for you. And if you do not struggle with anxiety, this is still good because as we know, so many people struggle with anxiety. So I'm sure you can find somebody that can relate to today's episode. Now before we begin talking about all of anxiety and what anxiety is and how to find peace within that anxiety, I just want to preface that our first line of defense to battle this anxiety and this worry and these overwhelmed thoughts and feelings is God's word. So before we begin to use our knowledge and use our experience to talk about this, I just want you to know that The basis of today's episode is the Word of God. It is Scripture. It is all that God says about anxiety, and that is what I'm sharing with you today. Okay, now that we've got that set straight, let's read a little bit about what God says about anxiety. We are in Matthew 6, verse 25 through 27. It says... With that, let's dive into today's episode talking about challenging anxiety to find peace. Alright, let's dive in and talk about this passage in Matthew chapter 6. Thank you for listening today and choosing to talk about anxiety with me so let's just start so at the beginning of this passage jesus says do not be anxious and i don't know if you're anything like me when he says do not be anxious i put up a barrier or like a wall and i get kind of defensive because most of the time my anxiety invites itself in without an invitation it um, floods my mind and brings these thoughts and these feelings without me even asking for it or wishing upon it. And when Jesus says, do not be anxious, I'm upset with myself because I feel as though that that is a sin and that I am doing wrong to what Jesus has commanded me not to do. But I need to let you know that when he says this, He's not saying that you may not have an anxious thought or that you may not worry because that came with the fall, right? Adam and Eve brought anxiety and brought that sin of anxious thoughts. But Jesus is saying, do not be anxious. Do not meditate on those thoughts. Yes, you're going to have anxious thoughts, But you have to consciously choose not to sit with them and to meditate and to dwell in them. You have to put them behind you and cast them to Jesus and say, I don't want this anymore because anxiety is not from the Lord. And we know that. We know that anxiety is not from Him. So when He says, do not be anxious, He is not saying that you may not have an anxious thought ever because that's not possible. He's saying, choose to not sit with that. Choose to not allow that to take over. Kick it out. Kick it out. It didn't get invited. So I just, before we started, I needed to get that out there. All right. Let's refer back to this passage in Matthew really quick. So if you have your notes app or a notebook or a sticky note, whatever it is, write this question down. Why would you give so much of your life to be anxious about it? And I want you to really think about that. Because when I wrote this down and I put it on my mirror and I looked at it for the last six days, I started to realize that anxiety controls so much of my life. And I don't even want to think about how many hours I've wasted stressing about life. I've wasted probably more, yeah, probably just about more time worrying about life than actually doing the thing and living life. So if you're anything like me, try asking yourself this question. Am I, how much of my life am I wasting worrying about it? How much time am I truly spending in these thoughts and in these feelings About the future or about my job or about my boyfriend or whatever it is about your family, about your friends. How much time are you spending worrying about it rather than surrendering it? As I was preparing for this episode last week, I came across this... um, quote, but I can't remember who it's by and now I'm kicking myself for not writing it down. But I wrote it in my notes up as well and it says, When you worry about things before they even happen, you're assuming God is going to fail the plan he already has for you. And now these words these words make me want to break down and cry because I have such a beautiful relationship with God and I don't want to take that for granted but I'm realizing now and I'm feeling convicted that my anxious thoughts are telling him this and are sending this message of, I don't trust you because I do, I do trust God and I trust the plan that he has and I believe that you trust him too. But when we are worrying about the future before it's even happened, we are hurting so much more than ourselves. We are hurting the maker of the universe. We are hurting the creator of our bodies and these vessels. Wow, we are slamming in his face that we don't trust him. Thankfully, if you're in this boat with me, we can rest in peace in knowing that we have such a gracious and merciful God that continues to run to us and to throw his arms around us And invite us in even when we have deliberately chosen to choose to dwell in our anxiety. After he told us not to, he said, do not be anxious. We chose to sit and to worry and to stress about anything under the sun, but he continues to love us and graciously throw his arms around us. So today we are going to talk about Ways that we can turn our minds from anxiety to the peace and reassurance that we have in his peace. And through that, we're going to talk about God's promises. God gives us an abundance of promises. One being that he will never leave you or forsake us. He is near to the brokenhearted. He will never leave me or forsake me. He is near to the brokenhearted. I'm saying that one for the people in the back. We can cling to God's promises because they are truth and they are founded in love and that peace and that mercy. So if we cling to God's promises, what happens to our anxious thoughts? What happens to these worrisome feelings and thoughts about our future and about what might happen if we are clinging to this fact that he will never leave me and he will never forsake me and that he is near to me who is brokenhearted what does that mean for our anxiety and I'll just answer that right here right now that means that your anxiety has been defeated your anxiety cannot win the war. It may have won this, this small battle today, but it will not win the war because if you are founded and clinging to God's peace and to His promises, there is no way that anxiety can hold you anymore. Anxiety has no grip on you because you are gripping to His peace. Isaiah 26, verse 3 says, You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You, listener, who is anxious, who is so worried about something, anything at all, you are in your mind, you are consciously saying, What if this? What if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? There is something for you. When you say what if this, you have a solution. You have a worldly solution that you have come up with in your mind. You are saying, what if this, then I would do this. Well, there's this there's this being and his name is Jesus and he comes from a father our father, God in heaven, and he says, but I will. This is your statement today. Write this down. What if this? Then I would this, but God will do this. When we cling to the but God will do this, we are provided with that peace from those promises. When he is promising that he will never leave you, and you choose to cling to, but God will do this, you are flooded and overflowed with the abundance of peace. Now don't get me wrong, I know that this can be so difficult and can feel like there is no solution to it whatsoever because finding God's peace and clinging to it and choosing to trust that last section, that but God will, is so difficult. I've been there. I've done it. I'm still doing it. I'm still working on it. But in order to find that peace and to truly cling to the truth and the promises of God, we have to track down the root of our anxiety. We have to truly find what we're anxious about. And believe it or not, that is found in our first statement, the what if this. So if you think back to just i don't know a time an event that you were that you were worried about or stressed about anxious and overwhelmed about you have to think think back to what you were truly anxious about now this can be difficult so let me give you an example all right let's say that you're in you're entering high school and you're going to take this super difficult class and you are worried and you're anxious about the difficulty level of this class and somebody says to you okay and what if this class is hard and you say well if this class is hard then I might fail and they say okay what if you fail and you say well if I fail I will look dumb and if you look dumb people won't like me that is the root of your worry Right there, what is the root of your worry for this this stressful, this hard class? It's that you're worried that if you fail, somebody might not like you. Is that you? Are you worried about somebody not liking you? Are you worried about not fitting in or fitting the criteria of society? Are you worried that if you start a new job, you're not going to be good enough? and if you are not good enough, they're not going to like you, and you're going to get fired, and then you're going to be seen as poor and, and unworthy, what is the root of your worry? Now, if we can find the root of this what if and this anxiety, and then we can turn and we can look at the end of this statement, and we can see that if this happens, I can rest in assurance that I have a God that has already provided peace for me and is opening his arms so that I can run and I can be comforted in the midst of this anxiety. He's not telling you to not be anxious. He's telling you, look to me because I have a solution for your anxiety and I can free you from it. Oh, friends, what a gift we have in Jesus. Another way to put this into perspective is Christianity says, God, I I trust you with all of eternity. And anxiety says, God, I trust you with all of eternity. Except for Tuesdays and Thursdays and Mondays. This is irrational for us as Christians. We trust God with all of eternity, but anxiety is causing us to only trust Him on certain days or certain moments of the day. And when we channel our thoughts and our ideas to one thing, and that thing being our what-if, we are completely forgetting about what God will do for us in the midst of that anxiety. And it's causing us to be led astray through the rest of the week. We must admit that worry is so useless. It is meaningless. Anxiety is so meaningless. We do not know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow. We don't know what the future has in store for us. But we know that our God has a perfect plan. And in turn, for our trust, he has perfect peace. Matthew 6, verse 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Seek him, trust him, and in turn, he will provide peace. Perfect peace will be added to your life. Really quickly, before we close out today, if you have a pen and paper, I am going to quickly list and read off some more of God's promises that he has so that you are able to, after this episode, go saturate yourself, surround yourself in God's word, and uh, just ask him for that peace and that comfort. And yeah, so the first one is Hebrews verse or chapter 13, God is always there, he is always always with you. Uh, 1 Peter 2 verse 6, he will never forsake you. Psalm 32 verse 7, he is your protector, he is your armor, and he is your guide. James chapter 1, he will remain steadfast. And Hebrews chapter 4, he has grace that is alive and active, and it is for you. As you leave today and you leave this episode, my prayer to you is that you would be able to cling to God's promises, that you would be able to surrender all anxiety. Yes, you will still have anxious thoughts, but I pray that you would not dwell in your thoughts and sit with them. I pray that you would root, find the root of your what if statement and that you would turn to God for the answer And that you would find, but God will. You would find that peace and you will find his promises and live in it. Saturate yourself in it. Live it out and show the world the peace that you have in the midst of your anxiety. Thank you guys for listening today. It's abundance is for you. And it's for you as a listener. It's for you if you struggle with anxiety. And it's for you if you don't struggle with anxiety if you know somebody that can understand or can relate to today's episode, my hope is that you would not hesitate to share it with them and that you would do it for the sake of their salvation and you would do it for the sake of their peace with God. Thank you guys for listening today. Thank you for choosing its abundance and choosing to be surrounded in a community of believers and choose to surrender your anxiety and choose to actively listen to God and what he has for you. You have no idea how much it means that you continue to listen to these episodes and support me in this mission of sharing Jesus Christ with the world. I love you all so much. Don't forget to go follow It's Abundance on Instagram and The Abundant Co. And just reach out get to know me. I want to get to know you. And if you want to be on the podcast, please reach out because I would love to have a conversation with you. Thank you guys for choosing It's Abundance the Podcast. I say it every time. I love you so much.